When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Buddy, woohoo! Buddy, what did you say? I said happy Friday, everybody. Whoopsies, sorry about that. This is the Colleen and Bradley bad. Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trevor. Hey, and it's Friday. Oh my God, I'm so excited. It's, it is exciting. Uh, and it is exciting for us. Uh, however, exciting for everyone. That's, well, Maybe not Jamie Spears. Oh, um, no. Why? Because he has some needs that are not being met. We've been talking. The father of Britney? Yep. We've been talking about um, this petition uh, that was seen in front of a judge, I think yesterday or Wednesday, before, earlier this week, um, where Britney Spears is asking that the current conservator, Jody Montgomery, continue to be or actually be. Um, given the right to be her personal conservator, meaning the person who is uh, oversees her person and her personal choices. And she's asking that uh, a professional fiduciary uh, conservator be named as her, her money. Person. It's like a bank. Yeah. It's like a bank. Right. Um, but, but what is interesting and what I'm learning today that I wanted to share with you is that Jamie Spears, who currently is the conservator of all of Britney's stuff, Yeah, he's currently the sole conservator, although he did step down as the permanent conservator in September of 2019 due to personal health reasons, and that's when Jody Montgomery... Yeah, she's been the temporary she's conservator. She's the temporary conservator. Well, apparently, apparently, Jamie Spears has issued a petition to regain powers um, of the conservator, and also is asking that they also reinstate Andrew Wallet. And Andrew Wallet um actually stepped down from he being the down conservator in, in 2019. Co-conservator at the time and, you know. Yep. Yep, he stepped down in 2019. And what I find to be really interesting is that when Andrew Wallet uh and by the way, this is in People Magazine. Now that I'm looking at it, they've changed this article. Oh. Because... Why do we think? Uh, probably because it was wrong. Um, <laughs> oh, no. this is, They didn't change it. Britney Spears' father, Jamie, is pushing to reinstate himself and Andrew Wallet, the attorney who once helped oversee Britney's finances as her co-conservators. He stepped down in 2019. And the reason why this is important is because there was some fishy language in his resignation letter. So in order to kind of have an idea of the timeline of, of what has transpired over the last, I'm going to say year and a half mm -hmm. in Britney's conservatorship. Everything was plugging along, you know, status quo. And then Andrew wallet abruptly stepped down 
And when he stepped down, it was at the time that uh, Jamie Spears was on the mend after his colon rupture. So, you know, he's been in ill health and he had had this colon rupture. And while he was out convalescing, Mm -hmm. that's when Andrew Wallet uh, issued a resignation letter. And in that letter, he said the following words, quote, uh, he asked for the courts to immediately approve his request to step down as a conservator. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the failure to do so could, quote, result in substantial detriment, irreparable harm, and immediate danger. And nobody has ever clarified publicly what that means. Yeah, that was very mysterious at the time. We were trying to figure out and read the tea leaves of what that actually meant. So much of what we know is is being controlled by the people that know the things, which sounds obvious. It's so obvious, so but obvious. but um, what that means is we it, it we don't know very much at all, which means it's easy for people to try to fill in holes um, as they see fit. Which means we're all kind of just stabbing in the dark, mm-hmm. which is not particularly helpful um, because, to your point, we have no clue why he stepped down no but we have these little dribs and drabs of information however you know listen i mean from my amateur opinion mm-hmm. what britney's side is asking is not so is like to me should be standard right that there is a person a, a person who's appointed by the court to help her oversee her personal decisions at that at this point that's jody montgomery and that a bank who with a professional conservator be put in charge of her finances. Yeah. So here's the thing that is different between the reality and um, the sort of mythology and the mythology surrounding free Britney. um, And the free Britney movement is that Britney, we need to free Britney from this conservatorship. Now, as a person, and we've talked about this many times on the show, it makes total sense to me that after, you know, a certain amount of time, you would want to take back the control of your, life Mm -hmm. that is your person and your in the case of britney spears because we're not britney spears we don't know what this is like but in the case of a highly successful um you know person with all sorts of um money and stuff like Mm -hmm. you also have an estate so she has her person and her estate and at some point after you know she's able to address the more significant issues in her life she wants to take back control of that the 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 reality is though she's not asking for that what she is asking for and you just mentioned this is to have different people in control of making those decisions which is pot to me possibly for one of two reasons because she wants to begin the process of taking back control of her life and sees you know having a working relationship with people she can trust as an important um like step along that way or she is totally fine with having a conservatorship and just wants different people because she doesn't, for whatever reason, have a good relationship with her father. Mm-hmm. I mean, indicated by the fact that he was roughing up her children, right? Um, which we know actually happened, even though, you know, uh, law enforcement didn't think they had a case in that um, particular situation. So, you know, what I'm saying is there's a mythology and a reality and somewhere in between there are many options of what could actually be going on. And I think, you know, if we were just going to try to be as bending over backwards to not be too hair on fire about it, I would imagine that, like, if she ultimately wants to be out from under this conservatorship, 
she would like to do so navigating and negotiating that with people she can trust. And obviously, it's so obvious, Mm -hmm. she's been working with this Jody Montgomery who probably, although we thought at the beginning this Jody Montgomery person was just sort of a puppet for her dad because, um, you know, she had been working on this conservatorship all along. The dad gets in trouble with the law, so he steps back. She takes a front you know, we kind of said, well, maybe she's just sort of the puppet and she's signing off with whatever dad wants. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't he's not drawing attention away from, you know, the conservatorship with his cra- uh, crazy news stories. But maybe she has found over the last year that working with Jody Montgomery is highly successful and um, and she has a relationship with her and she would just like to continue that relationship. And then Jody's like, yeah, so here's the other thing. I can't take on all of this other stuff with your estate because that's huge, yeah. right? Property, well, let me business. Just, can I just tell you to the tune of um, her property is, so she, her net worth, oh shoot, I, I had it be in like front of me. That'd be like $60 million Okay, or her, um, she has a total of $2.7 million in oh. cash assets, hold on, okay. in cash assets. And then in non-cash assets, she is at fifty-seven point four million. Okay, so I was almost yeah, bang on. You were, you were bang on, bang on. (laughs) But you're right. And you know, here's the other thing. Like, I just if we're to strip away the fact that this is Britney Spears, okay, and just think about this as like a human being whose parent has uh, has taken the reins of managing. All, all of that money mm-hmm. that she has made mm-hmm. and all of her personal decisions like there, you know, you could build a case for the fact that as a child, she doesn't that would change your relationship with your parent. And as a parent, that would change your relationship with your child. Oh, um, you yeah. know, I, I don't think they've had a father daughter relationship since she was probably a very young child before all this started right and i just feel like you know you could just build a case even just for that where it's like she might just want him to step down and just be a father or a grandfather to her children and not be the person running the britney spears yeah i don't think she likes her father but that's just my own that's my own total armchair psychologist I, I agree with you but that's why i was stripping yeah. away the fact that it was britney spears yeah. that you could build that case yeah like i said in between mythology and rea- uh and in between the mythology what what was the other side of that reality well the the reality as we don't know it mm-hmm. that's the point like there is the thing that we don't know and from the little bits that we do know to the mythology that people have put on it there are all sorts of other options and somewhere in there is the actual truth but people want to make it all black and white. Like, right. he's evil. We must, dis- you know, like if a bunch of people like showed up on her front doorstep and were like, hey, girl, we're here to take you away. She'd probably be like, who? What? Get away from me. Like, I I do think, though, that one of two things has to be true. Either she has to be getting ready to move away from this conservatorship because she doesn't want to be in in it. Or um, uh, she wants to totally get away from it. That's actually the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's two degrees of the same thing. And the reason I say this is at some point, it is not normal. Like if she wants, like let's, because if she just wants somebody to manage her money, there are people to do that. You don't need a conservatorship to do that. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. So she is supporting this temporary, um, you know, arrangement that she's got up to this point and would like, you know, somebody else to help her along with it. But 
ultimately at the end of the day, like that's not that's not a lifelong plan. Right. It's like they're letting the chain out gradually. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I just and do you ever find it really interesting? Because I find this interesting as, as, as a sort of aside before we head out to the dirt alert. Do you ever find it really interesting that the only person we ever see around Brittany is Sam Asghari? Mm-hmm. You her, mean like her in her boyfriend. videos and yep. stuff? In her videos or just in pictures. Yeah. You don't see her with Sam friends. Sam Asghari and like one, one bodyguard. Yep. But even in her big ass house, you know she's got a staff in there. You never see anybody else associated with her. But you have to know that there is... Well, maybe, I mean... There are plenty of people around. She's got a team around her. But I don't know. I don't know either. It's interesting. I mean, I don't know what she has around her. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we know what we have around us, and that is uh, the beautiful Elizabeth Reese. She's going to bring all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert coming up after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hi, Elizabeth. Well, hello, friends. Nice to hear your voices on a fine Friday. Yours as yours. Just FYI, I'm going to head out to the Fair Food Parade live for Twin Cities Live this afternoon. So really excited to hear all about it. I can't wait to hear all about it, too. Yeah, if you didn't get a ticket or even if you have a ticket coming up in the next few weeks and you want to see what the deal is, um, you know, you'll just get a little look-see. Some of the... A looky-loo. It's not as good as the fair, but it is a really wonderful effort. Yeah. By all accounts, it seems like it went smoothly yesterday, so that's good. This yeah. is the word on the street. That's the word on the street. Yes, the word on Dan Patch Avenue is that it all went smoothly. Um, okay, let's talk about Lori Laughlin's husband, Massimo Giannulli, who was sentenced in the college mm. admissions scandal. Bless. And just as we expected, five months behind bars, $250,000 in fines, and will have to perform 250 hours of community service. Um the judge told the dad of two, I see drug dealers and people who commit violent crimes who have grown up without role models and did not know better. That's not so with you, Mr. Giannulli. You were not stealing bread to feed your family. You have no excuse for your crime. And that makes it all the more blameworthy. So he said... Uh, for his part, Massimo, I deeply regret the harm that my actions have caused my daughter, my wife, and others. I take full responsibility for my conduct. I'm ready to accept the consequences and move forward with the lessons I've learned from this experience. And the assistant U.S. attorney in the case said that Massimo displayed a- Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Complete disregard for right and wrong and a privileged and entitled 
attitude, saying he went ahead with this scheme not once but twice. This disrespect of right and wrong deserves a meaningful sentence of imprisonment. So he has to self-surrender by November 19th, and Massimo's lawyer asked that his client be allowed to serve his time at the federal prison in Lompoc, California, which is a low-security lockup, about a -a two-and-a-half-hour drive from his home in L.A., and um, Lori will be sentenced this afternoon. I wonder where she's going to go. Yeah, Yeah, which prison? I'm sure they won't go at the same time. Maybe they will. I guess they won't. Their kids aren't minors anymore. Yeah, they can. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I feel like that's, yeah. I mean, like, I'm sitting here like doling out my prison preferences, but I feel like that's the best way to go about yeah. it. Yeah, get her done. The prosecutor yeah. said in a memo, memo earlier this week that Massimo deserved a tougher sentence than his wife because he was the more active participant in the scheme while Lori took a less active role but was nonetheless fully complicit. So you'll recall that they paid $500,000 to Rick Singer to get their daughters oh. accepted into USC and they were accepted as rowing recruits even, even though, though they were played not the sport. rowers. No, they will not raise. There's, there's a lot of blame to go around in that one. Can I ask a this is a really inappropriate question? Always, it's your show. Thanks. Um, how long do you guys think this marriage is going to survive when this is all said and done? I don't know because well, look they at just like bought a house. The other ones are um, Teresa true. Judice and her husband, and yeah. he got deported, and then they split. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know. I, I'm not saying. I'm just saying, like, this would put some significant stress oh, sure. on a marriage. Although, look at William H. Macy and Felicity Huffman. Right, right. She also went about it quite differently. Yeah, they actually seem to have some sort of, like, um, remorse. Yeah. Yeah, she did. But she also paid somebody to change her daughter's SAT score. so yeah. crazy, you guys. I mean, I one just... might argue that that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty damaging. I mean, even I know, like... You know, saying they were they played a sport. I don't know. That feels less like like emotionally damaging to a child than, than changing their right. SAT scores. Right. Am I right on track? No, with well, that? I would in terms of, that. I also feel like the kid, like um, Lori and Massimo, their their um, what's her name? The kid Olivia, Olivia, Jade. Olivia Jade in this case knew that her parents were up to no good. Right. Which right. Which in the case of Felicity Huffman and William H Macy, their daughter did not know. Yeah. Which that, I mean, their therapy bills should be punishment enough. Yeah, yeah, because I think that would be horrible if you thought you did one thing and you didn't. Oh, I know. That's a, that's a lot. Um, Heidi Klum is claiming that her ex-seal is preventing her from taking her kids to Germany in an emergency legal filing. So these two have four children together. They've seemingly had a pretty nice breakup. Mm. Um Maybe not. I feel like, no, I have like something is tickling my really? brain about some sort of um, dissonance yes, between I, Seal and Heidi I Klum. Agree. Are you and getting I don't that remember. Too? I think we talked about this recently for some reason. I mean, it might have been a blind item, Elizabeth. So, so you, never okay. know you, you, never know. you never know. So they have a 16 year old, a 14 year old, a 13 year old and a 10 year old. OK, they have oh, four kids. Yeah, hands full. That's a lot of kids. And um, she said that even though they share custody of the kids, they spend the majority of their time living with her. She said about Seal, his time living with our children is sporadic at best. Now, Heidi Klum is contractually obligated to shoot season 16 of Germany's Next Top Model in October. She said she usually brings the kids with her while she works, um, and, but Seal has not yet approved of this trip. And she said she's well aware of all the necessary precautions. She's taken all the precautions with COVID that she would in has that she has in the U.S. I mean, it's probably at this point there. probably better there, right? Right. 
I don't know. Um, And she said she was willing to alter their previously planned custody schedule if Seal would allow the children to travel to Germany with her. And then they were saying there would be a three-week break for the holidays, and then he could spend Christmas with them. And he has a British passport, so he can visit in Germany, unlike those of us who just are living with American passports who aren't welcome anywhere. Right. (laughs) Which feels so bad. It's not like I'm going anywhere, guys. I'm having a baby in five weeks, but it's the fact that no one wants me there that makes me feel the worst. I just need to rest on this, even though I know it's a dirt alert and not an Elizabeth (laughs) Reese alert. You're having a baby in five weeks, and I maybe have seen you while pregnant twice that I know of. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. how you have quarantined pregnant. It's very funny because people keep saying to me, like, wow, this is the fastest pregnancy of yours ever. Right. And for you, maybe <laughs> like, it's not, not so much. Not quite the same for me, yeah. but it has gone kind of fast. Well, there's been distractions. <laughs> there's just other things in the world to think about. And so I just, I don't know. At this point, I'll, one day I just looked down and was thought, well, I can't see my feet. Here yeah, we those, are. Those things are gone now. And You'll get them again. Don't worry you know about it, it. They'll be 18. I know. So I know. Oh, don't even tell me. And they'll get into college on their own accord. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Elizabeth you Reese, change anything. You have no. learned your lessons. I have. Thank you so much for giving us that dirt today, Elizabeth. Thanks, friends. Uh, we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Oh, am I on? Hi. Sing it. Yeah. Yeah, do it again. Get some coughs out of the way. <laughs> oh, it is Friday. On the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. It is the 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? Uh, who's on the phone, Holly? It's Justin. We've got Justin on the line, and what is Justin playing for? Well, you know, Justin is playing for this. A MyTalk 1071 t-shirt. All right, Justin. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? Let's do it. Here do we it. go. Who is the host of Jeopardy? Oh, that man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who plays Regina George in the movie Mean Girls? Absolutely, I have no idea, Pat. Which music artist had a hit in the 80s with the song Jesse's Girl? That's on that one, too. Tim McGraw is married to which music superstar? Man, I know her name, too. I just went over this. Oh. <laughs> Let's pass on that with you. The movie Bring It On. Mm. Oh, Justin. Justin. Justin, Justin, you know, don't apologize to us. Just study over the weekend and try again on Monday. We do it every day at the twelve at the twelve thirty on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay, let's go back and answer all the questions. All right. So Justin can feel better. Who is that guy, the host of Jeopardy? Alex Trebek. Who plays Regina George in the movie Mean Girls? Rachel McAdams. Which music star had the hit in the 80s called Jesse's Girl? Rick Springfield. I wish that I was Jesse's Girl. Not, I wish that I was oh, Jesse's Girl. Well, I mean. Wait, no, yeah. 
No, no it's I had. I wish that I had Jesse's, Jesse's girl. girl. Yeah, he doesn't wish I've he was a girl. I've always sung that. I wish that I was Jesse's girl. Well, I don't know. You I never know. know. Maybe you, I don't know who Jesse is. Um, hopefully that's not Uncle Jesse from Dukes of oh, Hazard. Because then, oh, I thought you meant Uncle Jesse from Full House. No, then it would wasn't be there an Uncle Lachlan. Jesse on Uncle Jesse Dukes of know. Hazard? <laughs> Yeah, you don't want Uncle Jesse. Go look up Uncle Jesse from Dukes. Oh, I remember him now. Um, Tim McGraw. (laughs) Uncle Jesse. Tim McGraw is married to... Uh, Faith Hill. And the movie Bring It On is about what sport? Cheerleading. And now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment. We call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. I want to let everyone know that Uncle Jesse in the Dukes of Hazard was played by an actor named Denver Pyle. Yep. Denver Pyle. <laughs> That's his name. Don't wear it out. My name is Denver. Denver Powell. Is he related to Gomer? You know, I feel like I'm going to see where I can watch some of these episodes this weekend. Oh, God. Something tells me the Dukes of Hazzard is real problematic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm still going to watch it. Have fun with that. Thank you. Give us a full report. (laughs) Yeah. I'll let you know how Cooter's doing. Oh, God. I forgot about Cooter. Good old Cooter Davenport. Our first celebrity gossip mystery <laughs> goes as follows. This illiterate former almost A-list actress has been offered multiple acting jobs in Europe. She turned them all down, though. She doesn't actually care about acting. She just wants to be a star and is holding out for someone giving her a lead role in a movie here in the United States. Not gonna happen. Is that Megan mm. Markell? Oh. oh! I was going uh, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, yes. God. oh, queen, please. All right, let me that fill in the not blanks. Happening. And then I want you guys to take a journey to Lindsay Lohan's Instagram account. Oh, okay. All right, so Lindsay Lohan has been offered multiple acting jobs in Europe. However, Lindsay has turned them all down. She doesn't actually care about acting. Lindsay just wants to be a star and is holding out for someone to give her a lead role in a movie here in the United States. Not going to happen. Not going to do So. Not going to her, uh, nobody wants it. Her latest post on her Instagram account is a throwback to a pictorial in Vanity Fair magazine where she said, This day in LA on Judy Garland's boat emoji was somewhat freeing for me. I don't know if any of you will really understand what it will take for me to cross back into uh, these dolphin infested Hollywood waters. Interesting. What? I think she meant shark-infested Hollywood waters. I mean, dolphin. I like, she well, afraid like, of getting eaten by dolphins? Don't we love dolphins? Well, I, she was using Artuna a tuna. Is trying to be safe. What looks like a, a dolphin emoji could be a shark, though. Anyways, what Lindsay Lohan is saying is that well, Hollywood is too shark-infested for me to get a job. But the truth is, nobody wants to hire her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but she could actually get acting jobs in Europe if she wanted to. Kind I of mean, like most stars. Back in the day, remember they would go to Italy? Yeah. I feel like do that. Yeah. Like, I feel like get those roles. Get a spaghetti western, Lindsay Lohan. Clint Eastwood did it, and look where he is now. Yes. Use some sword and sandals. Mm -hmm. They still doing those? Uh, I don't think so. 
All right. Well, good luck to you, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. good luck to you. Mm-hmm. Our next celebrity gossip mystery goes as follows. The foreign-born A-list model and her A-plus-list actor ex are having serious behind-the-scenes battles over custody. Ooh. It is brutal. Ooh. Well, it's not Brangelina. No, it's A-list model and A-plus-list Oh, Heidi Klum! But no, because oh. Seal's not an A-plus-list actor. Here's what I, I thought will, the same thing. Here's what I will tell you about this blind item. Think about it. And then when you think about it, it will illuminate some gossip that we've been talking about for the past week. All right. So think about it. Foreign born A minus list model and her A plus list actor X. They're fighting over custody. No. Oh, what were you thinking? Say things out loud. No, because she's an actress. I was thinking of um, Halle Berry. Uh... Uh, We've talked about this couple in the past. They were a publationship that is no more. Oh, but they had kids together. They have a kid together. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper. Oh, and that that lady. What's I, her name? Irina Shake. Thank you. Irina Shake Shake Shake. <laughs> mm. Now I'm gonna tell oh, you. This is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, all the yep. synapses are firing. Jennifer Garner. Jennifer yeah. Garner. Look at what a good daddy he is. Trying yes. to steal his baby. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Fill in the blank. So Irina Shake and Bradley Cooper are having a serious behind-the-scenes battle over custody of their child. NT lawyer says it's brutal. Now that puts a light on the subject mm. of Jennifer Garner and Bradley Cooper going out and having a quote-unquote beach date in Malibu a couple of weeks ago, Bradley Cooper's child front and center at that meeting. Yeah. In a way that Bradley Cooper doesn't normally... Well, I remember we said that at the time. Yeah. That is interesting because he doesn't usually... They don't usually trot their child out. Well, no, because it was a transaction. Remember, she was hired for you know Mm -hmm. the role of playing his... uh, were they married? Yeah. Yeah, so playing his wife. Were they married? Wait. Mm. No, I don't think they were married. You're right. In right? any case, were they? <laughs> Bradley uh, Cooper and uh, Irina Shakey. I feel like they were eternally engaged. Shake, shake. One of those kinds of couples. Yeah. I Shakey's agree with pizza. you. Yeah. But like that they were, yeah, because they had a child together, we got Yeah, because confused. remember, we were saying this is a publationship that she literally... That she was on contract. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. There's people Yikes. out there like, oh my God. What? I mean, I feel like there always are, so... Yeah, it says literally um, they split after four years together. They've officially ended their relationship. Publationship. And what? remember, it was, quote, amicable. Of course it was. Well, and now looking at those photographs of Jennifer Garner and Bradley Cooper on the beach. I mean, of course, you're hanging out with Jennifer Garner. She's such a good mom. mom. She walks her kids to school every day. She's just a regular Mm -hmm. mom who makes videos in her laundry room. But can I just also say this? Like, he's hanging out with that good mom. But did he look particularly engaged? No, he was laying shirtless in the sand 
while Jennifer Garner played with his child. So, like, I don't feel like that's doing anything for his. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, the bar is low, I, I mean, suppose. You know. Bar we didn't say they were good low. at it. That's true. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. Oh, can we just do one more, please, 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 please? Oh, okay. Hurry up. I- Blinded by the Item. All right. It isn't awkward to see your ex with your husband. Well, it is awkward when your husband and the singer seem to have a connection and want to spend time alone together. Wait, what? It isn't awkward to see your ex. Wait, that's a question? Is Well, I made it into a question, oh. so. <laughs> it isn't awkward to see your ex with your husband. It is awkward when your husband and the singer seem to have a connection. So, yeah. So this is confusing to me mm-hmm. because is there some same sexery happening? I'm not sure. Okay. All right. And the, it's a singer. Yep. And uh, that is the ex. They're collabing. Oh, is oh, it Adele? That's ha- no, that's Haley Baldwin, oh. Justin Bieber, oh, yeah. oh, and yeah. Shawn Mendes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the above. Mm. So when NT lawyer is saying, okay, they're oh. friends, but apparently they don't want to hang out with her. With Haley Baldwin. Wait, it's saying it isn't awkward to see Sean Mendez with Justin Bieber, but it is awkward when Sean or when Justin Bieber and Sean Mendez seem to have a connection and they want to spend time alone without Haley. Which Ooh. exactly Thank you. There you go, you solved the mystery. Oh. He's still going. Keep it up. All right, when we come back on the <laughs> Colleen and Bradley show. <laughs> When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Ellen is offering some perks to her employees. The ones she mistreated. We'll tell you what those perks are. I don't really call them perks, but. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Did you watch them kitties last night? On the Cat Video Festival. They're they so were cute. Oh, they're so cute. It was so adorable. Oh, I kept on, I had to keep calling meow, my kids meow, over and being meow. like, you got to see this one. So we're going to watch it again tonight. Uh, and I hope everybody else will as well. And consider, uh, you, like like Holly said, those donations to uh, Bitty Kitty Brigade will be available and open throughout the weekend. Yeah, so, so keep giving. Thank, Thank you, you, my talkers. Uh, all right. Uh this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Uh, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. Bradley Trainer. And we've just been offered some perks by Ellen DeGeneres. Oh my God, you guys. Perks. Actually, no, not us. Um, her her employees have been offered some perks. I saw this story and I was like, well, good. They've been through a lot, apparently. Right? So, like, what kind of perks? Like, you know, rent free rent for like the next three months. Ooh, maybe wow. an all expenses paid vacation, everyday catered lunch, mm, business cars, mm-hmm. or yeah. I, you guys, I don't really. I, these are not perks. I'm just going to be clear. Um, in response to these mounting allegations of a toxic work environment mm-hmm. at the Ellen DeGeneres show, Page Six has confirmed that Ellen is increasing perks. Also. 
what is that like a thing? Like I've decided I'm so you know hard to work for. I'm gonna I'm gonna do nice things for you. We're told staffers will receive. That's uh, page six says will they were told that staffers will receive. Get this okay. increased paid time off. Okay, an okay. additional five days to what they were already receiving. That's five days. That's like a week. Wow, it's a work weekend. Yeah, They're also good. getting a generous medical leave policy. Oh, so they can. St- take time off when they're sick yeah medical leave policy to me seems like something that happens like when you're really sick right medical leave that's Mm -hmm. not just like uh, sick time i don't know anyway um apparently andy lastner and mary Connolly, who's another executive producer told staff the news um, they were just overjoyed and apparently (laughs) at the degenerosity um they they this is so weird okay so this is all part of a benefits package to me benefits package does not seem like a perk and it, like in response to like crappy behavior in the workplace maybe just stop the crappy behavior most employees would probably be grateful for that oh this is like the classic um cycle of abuse where oh, no but seriously you know mm. what i mean where it's like you know i've been awful to you i've hurt you i've been mean i've been terrible i've and then i'm gonna buy you some flowers i'm gonna buy you some flowers i'm gonna get you some things that'll make you feel better about the fact that i was a horrible terrible awful person so apparently this new benefits package also includes um you get your birthday off oh well look at that and you get paid time for medical appointments and family matters it's a great show. I used to love that show. Um, that this is wait. They this... pay them to watch Family Matters. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Did they no. do that? Did they do that? Um. So apparently these perks and uh, Ellen's um, direct address earlier this week have improved morale on the set. Oh, so, I'm sure everybody's forgotten everything. Yeah, yeah, it's just you know, like, and again, who knows who's telling Page Six these things. It just sounds to me kind of weak and kind of sad. Like, if you wanted, like, you're not going to change a toxic culture overnight. Are these good things? Sure. I'm sure all the employees are grateful for the benefits that they're getting. Although, I would say these sound like benefits employees probably should just expect from most employers Mm -hmm. anyway, at least from a corporate level, right? Like, um, this is not a small, like, this is not like a small mom and pop shop. Right. This is, you know, they produce more than this production company um, produces more than 170 shows per year. Like they are running. a So in in the sense that they are improving some of the like overall benefits for employees. Great. But I don't feel like that's going to necessarily ameliorate you know, the actual claims of sexual harassment, of, you know, racial disparities, of racist um, atmosphere. Yeah. Like, like this this puts a temporary Band-Aid on people's feelings, right? Like, if you're an employee there and they're like, hey, we're going to give you five extra days off. You're like, thank you. That's totally awesome. And that feels good for about a month. Well, also, it's but not if the culture doesn't shift. It's not going it, to that actually is not going to address the cultural problems. Not at right? all. Because, um, yes, those things are good. But it's like when somebody brings you a cake and you have a broken leg. Like, I love cake. Right. But right so now, I don't good need while I'm eating the cake. I don't need but my cake. Leg I need is still broken. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is like, yes. OK, so to say morale has improved. Sure. People are happy that they got some extra stuff. But that does not address 
the issues, the broken pieces of this. They also culture. noted in this article um, that when she delivered uh, the announcement of this uh, benefits package, this generous benefits package, um, that she slapped a few people who didn't look, you are who so looked bad. directly in the eye. I was waiting eye. for it. You're so bad. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> you know, and, it, and it's interesting. No direct eye oh contact. Gosh. I know, I By the way, make can I just say it's, thank it's you? It's a horrible thing. I would like to say thank you to Becky who just messaged me that she she did hear my my pun, my punny moment. What was your punny moment? I said uh, degenerosity. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah, no, like mm-hmm. that. She's being Ellen DeGeneres. I get it. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put it out here about Ellen's degenerosity. Yeah, that degenerate. Oh, well, here's the the thing to remember about Ella DeGeneres and going back to the point that you made, Colleen, that, you know, this will be good for maybe about a month. Ella DeGeneres in the past has not been kind to labor. Okay. Mm -hmm. She is. Now with your labor report here, Holly Roberts, (laughs) tell me more. (laughs) Well, we don't. Pop some. uh, Never mind. Tell me your story. All right. All I have time for is the headline. Ella DeGeneres moves studios after crossing picket line. Yeah. This is during the Writer oh, Guild of America yep. strike. History so, tells you a story, just, y'all. Just, oh. History tells you a story. Thank you, Holly Roberts. When we come back on the Very Colleen and Bradley show, cute. We're gonna play a little game. It's called Answer Britney's Questions. Oh yeah, I'm so excited. After this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.